The Monsters Playbook is an adventure podcast for grown-ups. It contains violence, profanity, and deals with adult themes that may be uncomfortable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Monsters Playbook, a real play Monster of the Week podcast where sometimes Johnny isn't the bad guy. I might be lying, but not in this episode. This week we have a new installment of Off the Books, a series of one-off games that have nothing to do with our current campaign. But we promise there is still drama, fun, and mayhem. In this episode, we're very excited to feature Shrimp and Crit's very own keeper, Ian, and play his game of Bit Around the Bush. I'm John, and I'll be playing Colin Gray. I'm Maya, and I'll be playing Brady Wayne. I'm Johnny, and I'll be playing Brett Havers. I'm Ian, and I'll be playing John Lassan Jr. As we play, we'll get more into the mechanics of the game, but Ian, could you give us a high-level overview of what the game is about and what we need to have at the start of the game? This time, I've only chose one set of dice, which makes me very sad, Uh, (laughs) but also, (laughs) please plug your podcast as well. Where can we find you? Who are you? Yes, hello. Um, I am Ian Malden. I am the keeper for Shrimp and Crits, and I have come up with this game, Bit Around the Bush. Uh, when I was watching a lot of Storage Wars one day, which is <laughs> a fantastical reality television show where all these goofy people bid on storage units. So that's the premise of this game. So basically there's three stages where you introduce your bidder. There's a second stage where you do the auction. Uh, you take turns being the auctioneer and sell these units to each other. And then the third stage is valuation, where you figure out what everything's worth. It's all very improv-oriented and uh, just loosey-goosey and fun. Feel free to cut in at any point and be do one of those reality TV show scenes where you're sitting in front of the camera talking, you know, talking directly about what's going on. (laughs) Oh no, Uh, that sort of thing. Whatever, whatever, you know, whatever you feel needs to be said. Johnny's here for it. (laughs) They came in really strong, but. I have such a weird hat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. As far as my podcast goes, you can find us on all podcatchers, and you can find us at shrimpandcrits.com, and, and also fondofmelobster.com. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so I guess where should we start? This is a GM-less game, but I feel like I'll kind of MC us through what Please. we need to uh, figure out. I've got, you know, I've got it pulled up in front of me. Um, But anyway, uh, as far as the show goes, you'll probably want pen and paper to write things down. You'll need a couple of dice. It's just a D6, a D8, and a D20. There is a couple of times where you you roll with sort of Power by the Apocalypse style disadvantage, where you roll two dice and take, you know, the best or the worst, depending on what's going on. But there's no luck points. No luck. Yeah, no luck. (laughs) No luck in this game. And no bottle it up, Maya. No! (laughs) (laughs) There's also no limit to how much money you can spend. But keep in mind, the amount of of money you can make is capped on what the size of the dice you're rolling is. So Mm. uh, last time, when we played this with Shrimp and Crits, 
we spent way less than we should have and everybody made way too much money. But there's not, you know, it's like, it's all in good fun. Like everybody can make money. Everybody can lose money. You know, it, it is what it is kind of thing. So. Yeah. But how do you win? <laughs> I want to win. Uh, the general rules. There's just a few general rules. Rule number one, your bidder is an over the top character. Rule number two is each number rolled on a size die represents a hundred bucks. So when you roll a size die, when you're determining the value of the items in your unit, um, if you roll a one, it's a hundred. If you roll a six, it's 600, right? Makes sense. When you add to your score, add it in hundreds. The third rule is say your catchphrase as often as possible. Yee-haw! Oh no. <laughs> now I understand why your character has a catchphrase, Johnny. And almost yep. nothing else. And- <laughs> Uh, and if you ever watch the show, um, God help you, um, but they most of the characters bid by saying their catchphrase, which is so obnoxious. That sounds that very it. insufferable. I love my catchphrase then even more. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so stage one, introductions. T- uh, take turns introducing your bidders. Start with the person who has most recently visited a storage unit, then proceed counterclockwise. Oh, boy. This is the standard order. So who's uh, who's been to a storage unit most recently? I think I'm trying to figure out if I've been to one. I didn't study for this part. <laughs> <laughs> we moved some stuff out of my grandma's in 2017. All right, that counts. <laughs> yeah, that definitely counts. <laughs> and if no one else has ever been to a storage unit, then I guess we're starting with me. I have been to a storage unit this year. I did when I was like 15. Okay. I don't think I've been to one ever. I just can't remember off the top of my head. It sounds like the storage, uh, the the standard order will be me, Johnny, John, and Maya. Yeah, so it works well for me going first because I'll be able to, you know, intro us. Set the stage. Uh, yeah. So when it's your turn, introduce yourself in the in character as if you're talking to the audience in a reality TV show. Choose one singular trait that defines you and make as many in-game choices as you can based on that trait. Uh, you may also set and deliver a catchphrase. You see a guy, he has a just kind of a really boring button-down shirt. It is it maybe has some pattern on it, but it's so light that you can't even you can't even see it. He's got it tucked into his jeans, and he is walking uh, with his wife by his side, and he looks at the camera and he says, Hey, buddy, my name's John Last Hand Jr., and I'm the owner of the Last Hand Antique Store just south of Tallahassee. So I'm here to win some units and make my mama proud because I inherited everything I got from her. Yeah, buddy. So John Lassan Jr., uh, his personality trait, he inherited his entire antique store fortune from his mother, so he's going to mention that ad nauseum throughout the show. Uh, and his catchphrase, you guessed it, is yeah, buddy. <laughs> so so uh, there you have it. Oh, and also, just so you know, as we introduce these characters, you can always interrupt someone very rudely to talk shit. So, uh, Oh, boy. That's... <laughs> As you introduce your bidders, you're all arriving at the storage facility. You may rudely interrupt the other players when you want to talk shit. When you do this, each player involved in the shit talk rolls a d6. The player who rolls the lowest takes a minus one modifier. On a tie, nothing happens. The storage auction community is tight-knit, so your bidders definitely have some history together. 
have fun with this toxic dynamic. Nice. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> okay, so does that mean is that me up? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're up, Johnny. Okay. Irritating jump cuts from side to side as in walks a much more confident than he should reasonably be guy with it's a white button down shirt but it's got asymmetrical black stripes that look like they were drawn on with pen and some shit sewn onto it like a big gothic cross and his hair is sticking up and it's got frosted tips what's up my name's brett havers future co-owner of the havers and the have-nots in paradise valley arizona and i know what to do when i see something i like buy it with money I'm here to prove to my father that I'm not afraid of a little hard work and prove to these other folks that I'm the best in the business. So the personality trait that I have is pompous, but I also have a bit of a backstory with my family, which is sort of class warfare pawn shop that my family owns is run almost exclusively by my father. And I'm trying to get him to take me seriously, but doesn't for obvious reasons. (laughs) And my catchphrase is buy it with money. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> that is a great catchphrase. <laughs> Brett Havers, did you say Arizona? What did you say? You're, where are you, where are you uh, Yeah, I, I looked up the most obnoxious suburbs, <laughs> and the best one sounded like Paradise Valley, Arizona. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Sorry to all of our Paradise Valley listeners. <laughs> <laughs> but to all of our Phoenix, Arizona listeners, you get it. You get Yeah, you understand. All right, John, you're up. So you guys see a little bit of an older guy walking in. Uh, The the first thing you'll notice is a gray t-shirt. It says Sturgis across the the top. (laughs) He's got, you know, some worn down jeans and, you know, worn down boots and everything. Scruffly kind of grayish black hair. He looks like he just, like, got off his sofa from watching TV for a bit. The name's Colin Gray. I come here because I heard there was some good bidding going on. And, uh, I got some social security money to spend. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, mm, get it. That's his, uh, that's his catchphrase. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, how's it, how's it going? Old timer like you ought to know to dress nicely to this kind of established event. What are you doing up in here, Mr. Gray, wearing clothes like that? Uh, you know I can't get too serious about my job. <clears throat> The camera hard cuts when John says you have to dress nicely to like close up on hot, high pink heels and panning up are these bare legs and zooming out. It is a woman in a tight, tight, thin black dress. Well, goddamn. She's wearing too much makeup. Very, very blonde hair. You know, the on TLC, there was that medium show, like Teresa the Medium or something, with the big crazy hair. Kind oh, of yeah. imagine that. <laughs> but, like, very much appears to have a chip on her shoulder, nose turned up. I never really leave Pasadena, but I heard there's a good score here. Speaking of things. <laughs> the personality trait that I kind of have down is that soft but wealthy assassin. Oh, Brady Wayne is the name. Maybe you've heard of the last name, maybe you haven't, but you should. What are you related to Batman or something? <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> See, Colin, here's a lady with some cla- cl- uh, class, and then I-, I think his wife like hits him on the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Better be careful there. What's John's wife's name? Uh, Jill. Okay. John and Jill. <laughs> Beautiful. Jill, you need to keep your husband on a leash or something. Maybe you'll find one in one of these storage units. <laughs> Get it. Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, so we, I think the three of us are engaged in a, t in a shit talk, so I think we should roll, we should all roll a d6 to see who, uh, who wins. Okay. I'm using, for the listener, I've chosen my gold dice, so I really hope it rolls, does well, it does be good. We just roll it once? Yes, yeah. Cool. Great. I rolled a three. I rolled a two. I rolled a one. I, my one says Whoa. dang. Ooh. Dang. Ooh. So I lost that. So I'm going to take a minus one modifier, and that'll come into play later in the game. So when's this here uh, auction starting? Am I the only one that knows what they're doing around here? Oh, you know what you're doing around here? You sure Jill doesn't know? <laughs> they do say uh. we wear the pants in the relationship. Or the skirt. Well, we both wear pants. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Brett? Surprised you came this far. I'll go wherever the money's at. <laughs> Did you bring some with you this time? I have a line of credit instead of lines of coke. God, kids these days. You might want to keep that to yourself. I gotta say, oh, I know this is an audio medium, so the audience can't necessarily see, but your, your fucking hand motions every time. You, it's like they're required for it's your character It's the only voice. way I can get into the, the zone. <laughs> <laughs> this dude definitely looks like he's the aging, like an aging boy band member straight out of 2002. How old is nice. he? Could be 32, could be 56. Colin Gray is 75. I think uh, Brady is somewhere in her 30s, but it's never polite to ask. Fair. John is, uh, John Jr., I should say, is about 50. He's got salt and pepper hair, but it's like poof, you know, it's nice. It's good hair. <laughs> It's not styled it very hiply, but it's good hair. It's at least there. Brett, you uh, you haven't even uh, you don't even run your pawn shop over uh, over there in Arizona, is that right? Do I hear that correctly? That's kind of a sensitive topic, and it's a temporary situation. <laughs> I'm here to make my name in the game and win it. Wait, so are you on your dad's credit? Or mommy's credit? It's a family business, and I'm part of the family, so technically, it's part mine. <laughs> Love this character. Did anyone hear if there was any motorcycles in these these here bins? Whoa, getting a little ahead of ourselves, aren't we, Grandpa? Excuse me. <laughs> the hell did you just say to me? Maybe you shouldn't be here at an auction. Maybe you just want to go to Costco. <sighs> yeah, uh, Mister Mister Gray. I know I was kind of rude to you a minute ago, uh, and I lost the role, so I feel like I should be a little gracious about it. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, you don't find out what's in the, the, the units until you buy it. It's kind of the whole thing. R right. Uh, yeah. Mm. Get it. <clears throat> <laughs> That's just it, Colin. I don't think you do. Well, you know, speaking of things, we should maybe, uh, gather around, uh, the first storage unit. Do you need me to lead you where it is? Uh, well, before we move on, Brett, were you trying to talk shit to Colin when you said you even know what you're doing here? <laughs> that was very yes, much Yes, I shit. was. <laughs> nice. Let's get a roll between you guys. All right, all right. Here we go. Mm, get it. I got a one. <laughs> Buy it with money. I got a six. God nice. damn. All right. 
Yeah, so Colin, write down that you have a minus one modifier. Again, that will come into play a little bit later. All right. Don't worry about it for now. Uh, so as we move on to stage two, now you'll take turns the standard order acting as the auctioneer. Your bidder does not participate in auctions where you are the auctioneer. As the auctioneer, first you roll a d6 and you keep the result hidden. Uh, this is the secret value of the unit. You probably want to write it on a scrap of paper. So basically the secret value comes into play at the very end. So you just write down one through six, whatever you roll. And whoever buys your unit, you want to write their name next to that number so you can tell them uh, later in the valuation stage. Mm -hmm. Okay. So basically the secret value determines if the value of your biggest, your big ticket item in the unit is cut in half stays the same or is doubled. So it can kind of make or break your profit margin. So then you choose the size of the unit. It can be small, medium, or large. Uh, and this determines which size die, as indicated at the bottom of the sheet, uh, so a D6, a D8, or a D20, will be rolled in the valuation stage to determine the value. A small unit looks like almost like a door, like a regular door. A medium unit is a little bit larger um, that's like your average storage unit. And then a large unit is like you could put a car in there and then some other stuff. So so do we get a pick if it's like what size the unit is or? Yes. Yeah. As the auctioneer, first you roll the secret value. Then you just decide what size it is. It doesn't matter. They can, we can all do large units. We can all do small units. Okay. The economy of the game is tied up in the dice size, right? So like. You want to bid more on a large unit because you're able to win more. So it doesn't matter if we all do the same one. Mm -hmm. You just decide, depending on what you're feeling at the time. So then you describe the unit up for sale. Uh, what do the bidders see? In what sort of condition do the contents seem to be? Remember that they can't do any more than peek in from the outside. Also, the unit's appearance doesn't have to match its secret value. Try to fool the other bidders into buying a bad unit or passing up on a good one. <laughs> so in the valuation stage, we sort of decide as a group, once we're like taking each unit by unit, mm -hmm. there's a point where we decide like what the theme of the unit is. And we do that as a group. You know, we can do it however we'd like. Uh, but one thing I found when we did this with our group is uh, a lot of us came up with ideas for themes during this part of the auction process yeah so you can do that but be open to it being something different so try to describe things very you know pretty vaguely like mm -hmm. you know you see some boxes they look really dusty there's some cobwebs there's a tarp over something looks like a yeah. tarp mm -hmm. over something something that maybe looks like a pool tape you know like things like that might look like a dead body in the back you don't you don't know <laughs> <laughs> we did a lot of mannequins in, the other, in our last in our last oh, game oh. <laughs> so now the auction begins start the bidding low a medium unit should start around two or three hundred dollars a small unit can start as low as 20 or 50 a large unit can start as high as 500 manage the bidding however you like you may want to revel in the chaos of everyone shouting their catchphrase at you, or you may want to use a text chat so it's easier to see who bids and in what order. Uh, bidders may bid as high as they like, but remember the value is capped based on the size of the unit. We'll take turns until everyone's had a turn as, as the auctioneer. Okay. All right. The other thing is, like, not everyone has to buy a unit during this process. If you lose, there's a, a mechanic later for, like, the B-roll scenes that happen in the show 
that's like if you didn't buy any unit it's like they they try to sabotage each other and or just do like really dumb skits <laughs> <laughs> so we'll figure that we'll figure that oh, out later oh i'm ready for that <laughs> the auctioneer walks in and the auctioneer i think in this case is wearing canadian tuxedo he's wearing double denim he's wearing shoes that are strangely nice and he's got a curly handlebar mustache and he's ready to rock he walks up to a small unit and he takes these really impressive like uh, you know they look like clippers but you have to use two hands and he just snaps the lock right off of this thing swings the door open and you see you see some pretty nice boxes there's certainly a layer of dust but it's well more well kept than you see a lot of units in this business and these boxes are like leather and have inlays on them which is strange you know not like just cardboard boxes everywhere not just sheets um, and so the auctioneer looks at the group um, you see Jim you see Jim jr cross his arms and put his back against the wall and he just kind of shakes his head he you can tell he's not He's not coming. He's not going to buy this one. And uh, the auctioneer looks at the group of you and he says, All right, I'm going to start the bidding at $30. Uh, can I hear $30? Somebody got $30. Anybody got $30? You got $30. All right, $30 in the, with the man, uh, to the man in the uh, over-designed t-shirt. $30. Can I have $40? Can I get $40? Does somebody have $40 for me? Does somebody, can I hear $40? I just want to get $40. Uh, what's in it for me? Uh, just uh, uh, get it. <clears throat> <laughs> All right, you got get it. You got it. All right, forty dollars to that to that uh, guy over there. Uh, certainly not going to church after this. Uh, all right, uh, forty dollars. Can what? I get? <laughs> can I? Can I hear forty five dollars? Can I hear forty five dollars? Can I do forty five dollars? Anybody got forty five dollars for me? I don't know if he can hear forty five dollars, but I can. <laughs> forty five dollars. Yes, uh, What'd I you heard say, it, son? and now I've That's got it. That's what I thought. Well, speaking of things, I'll do fifty. Oh, fifty dollars to the to the lady over there. All right, fifty. Can I hear fifty five? Yeah, Come on, Gray, you got this. <clears throat> Get it! <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't hurt yourself there. Uh, 50, <laughs> we, got, we got $55. 55 uh, to, to that gentleman over there, we got 55 Can we hear 60 Anybody got 60 Got 60. 60 Would you keep it down there, son? 70 uh, I am here to buy this with money. Uh, get it. All right, $70. Uh, $70, can I go up? We're, we're, we got a lot of bidding. I'm going to take it up to $80. Let's see. Let's take our chances with 80 bucks. Anybody got 80 bucks? I'll take a chance. Ooh, we got a chance. Uh, say 80 bucks. Let's go to $90. Anybody have $90 for me uh, for this small unit? Anybody got $90 for this uh, lovely $100. unit? $100. I'm oh. breaking a rule. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. He's going to turn to Brady and just like... Cock his chin up like, yeah. <laughs> All right, we got $100. Uh, let's take it up to 110 Anybody got 110 Anybody got 110 It seems like a hot unit. Everybody is interested. Uh, or, or are we sticking at 100 If you really want to break the rules, you should bid on your own bid. Gray, Gray puts his hand out and he's like, eh, don't need it. <laughs> oh, that guy moved his hand, so I guess we're up to 110 <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what in tarnation? <laughs> Yep, uh, 110. 110 to the old timer over there. 110 going once. Brett's face is red. <laughs> 110 going twice. 110 sold to Colin Gray. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. John looks at the camera. He says, hey, 
Hey, buddy, anytime, anytime you see nice boxes in there, it's just a mislead. A uh, seasoned veteran like myself at the Last Hand Antique Store. You know, I learned a lot from my mama, who uh, sadly passed away and left her whole business to me. And uh, I think I knew this was the one to pass up on, so <laughs> I did good today. So do do I mark down anything other than I just I got the and what size unit was it? It was a small unit. You want to write down that you bought a small unit. You want to write down that you spent a hundred and ten dollars on it, uh, because at the end when you get your value, you'll obviously subtract your amount spent to see if you turned a profit. Got it. God, what a start to a day. <clears throat> Is it the same auctioneer, or do I get to come up with an auctioneer, too? Oh, it's up to you, honestly. Um, there's nothing in the rules about it. I just, through playing the game, I was just like, oh, I feel like describing the auctioneer sounds okay. more interesting than not, I suppose. <laughs> so, yeah, if you want a different one to roll up in here, that's completely fine by me. So this one, this is going to be a large unit, and you can just see the the feet and shoes of this person walking in, and they are, like, sensible flats with a ankle length skirt and then in in walked this like exquisitely dressed sort of 60 year old English woman with like complete with like an opal brooch and <laughs> two like black suited manservants one of whom she snaps her fingers and will walk over and cut the chain on this garage door the other one swoops in and throws up the the garage door i really don't like her all kinds of people selling stuff here and then inside here it's like i think the the main thing in the center is something covered with a tarp it's very big but impossible to tell really what it is just like this big lumpy something in the middle and then stacks of i think again quite orderly but way more than there usually would be those big like thick metal and plastic snap-on containers like the kind that they use to transport gear for big touring shows very nice and brett still furious for reasons unclear <laughs> will just be like i don't have to go into why but i have to make a phone call <laughs> Tell your father I say hello. Like scattered throughout this is going to be like, well, this is what you told me to do. You told me to get it. I'm here. I'm doing it. I'm I'm going to make it back. It's an investment, dad. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't you invest in the business? Why won't you invest in me? <laughs> so I'm oh. gleaning. I'm gleaning from this that your dad only gave you a hundred dollars. And Brett was like, I'm going to turn this into $200. <laughs> I'll prove you wrong. Going to be bidding on uh, IOUs from here on out. <laughs> so yes, and then the, the school mom will say, the bidding shall commence at $250. Oh, there's a motorcycle in there. I know it. <clears throat> Get it. $250. Do I hear $275? Surely. I mean, there's a couple of things in there I'd love to talk on. You'd love to talk on. You know my words are hard, Johnny. Come on. <laughs> Just ignore it. 275. Is that a 300? Hey, buddy. I got 300. Delightful. Y'all trying to buy my motorcycle? <clears throat> get it. Not if I get it first. We have 350. Do I hear 375? For the largest lot yet, 
375. Hey, buddy, I'll take $375. Or I'll, I'll give it, I guess. 375 to the fascinatingly malodorous gentleman. Do I hear 400? Because you're getting it from your wife, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, buddy, you better leave Jill out of this. <laughs> 400 to the vulgar strumpet. 425? Excuse me, <laughs> I am not your buddy. You ain't my buddy either. <clears throat> Get it. 425 to the cheerful pensioner. Do I hear 450? <laughs> I'll do 450. God 450, damn it. I just want my motorcycle. Get it. There are just boxes in there. How do you do? Do you even see a motorcycle somewhere? You don't even know how to ride a motorcycle. Get it. Looks can be deceiving. Five twenty-five to the man who's certain he knows what's inside. But I am from California, and I noticed those boxes. Yeah, probably motorcycle parts. <clears throat> Get it. Gotham City's in California now. That's five seventy-five. <laughs> of a very, very distant. Cousin. <laughs> <laughs> 575 to the pensioner who's certain he knows what's inside. <laughs> Do I hear 600? You can see Colin's face just like sweating and he's just like, I need this. <laughs> I got nothing left in my life. Brady is going to flip open a pocket mirror and reapply her lipstick. Try a little bit harder. 600. Look, do you, do you want to play rock, paper, scissors for it? I, ju- I just need this back. Come on, get it. 625 to someone who would rather play a game than play the greatest game on earth. <laughs> do I hear 650? Snap, she closes her pocket mirror. Jill, Jill, what do you think? No, no, oh, okay, okay, all right. <laughs> the women in the audience deciding that discretion is the better part of valor. 625 going once. 625 going twice. Oh, just give it to the retired old man already. 625 having gone thrice. Sold. Well, goddamn. About damn time. Gonna get myself a new motorcycle. Oh, for your sake, I hope there's a motorcycle in there. There's a cutaway to an interview bit where uh, where John says, I don't know when this sophisticated television program became the great... It became reality trash like the Great British Baking Show. But I'm sure I am glad the old man actually won something today. Honestly, if he really thinks there's a motorcycle in there, I would give him $1,000. There may also cut to another talking head that was like, I was lying before about having a line of credit, but I'm not lying now. (laughs) Your boy's back in the game, and I'm ready to buy it with money. Oh, speaking of things, how is your father? Is he doing well? Did you tell him I said hello? Is she supposed to be... This was like my talking head thing. <laughs> the camera the camera very clumsily pans over. Like, like, like rack focus to Brady. It has to... Yeah, it has to... Yeah, exactly. It has to focus. It clearly isn't prepared. Oh, no, it's okay. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just send him a text message. I'll, I'll let him know about uh, what's going on. I'll keep him updated. She like turns away, pulls out her phone, starts tapping on her phone with her long, hot pink nails. I want to see a shit talk roll between Brady and Brett here. Oh, no. Fuck! That's a one. It's a five from me. Nice. Brady gets a minus one. No! I get a text back that's just like, who is this? <laughs> I think the text back you actually get is something more like, Mr. Havers has decided to discontinue his use of the cell phone for the day for reasons that I don't feel the need to go into. <laughs> I'll happily pass your message along in the morning. All right. Uh, Colin is up as the auctioneer. 
So as the previous auctioneer exits the stage, younger fellow um, in almost a suit that's a little too small for him. His his uh, his pants are like you know above his ankles a little bit, and kind of comes walking in with very very fancy shoes. Hello! What a lively bunch we have! All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> he goes walking over to the small unit. <clears throat> well, all right then. <clears throat> Pushes his glasses up. Hey, no peeking. <clears throat> uh, can somebody, can hey. somebody give me help? <clears throat> John, help him. Buddy, you all right over here? I, I got Dad, you covered. I'm good. I just, uh, <clears throat> and I've been working on the muscles. <clears throat> all right, here we go. Okay. Ready? Uh, One, uh, two. Who? Oh, there we go. Uh, all right. Um, oh. yep, yeah, that, that's good. Uh, thanks. Ooh, buddy, I think I hurt my back. I, I, uh, sorry about that. Uh, please don't sue me. All right. Um. <laughs> I'm not the young man I once was when my mom was around. You guys are going to see a a tarp. This tarp has a little bit of just like chrome sticking out, uh, and it you, it's it's just in this kind of kind of elongated form. It's small though. It's not. It's not big. And then there is a uh, what looks almost like a like a bird cage-looking shape, kind of in the back, but it doesn't it doesn't really register as as a bird cage. It's just kind of in that shape, like a like a torpedo almost. And then uh, there are several small boxes, all of which are very dusty, uh, have not been opened in years. They look like they're from like probably in the 60s. I mean, I know that size doesn't matter, but ew. <laughs> All right, um <clears throat> Can I get uh can I uh let's see what what was the number I was supposed to Um you're right there, buddy. <laughs> Sorry. Um <clears throat> uh f- 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 40. $40. Can I Is this like the B team? <laughs> He's Excuse me, what? Trying at least. Forty dollars? Can I get a forty dollars? I'll. You know what? I'll give you forty dollars. You're doing a great job. Oh, thank you. Okay, uh, uh, for forty to uh, uh, what's what's your name? Oh, uh, Miss Miss Wayne. Mi- to to lovely Miss Wayne. <clears throat> um, all right. Uh, anybody? Anybody else? Um, fifty dollars, because I'm not interested in giving somebody a participation trophy. Have you ever gotten one before? Fifty dollars to I think think Brett, Brett, right? I got that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 all right, all right. Um, Brett Havers, Havers and have nots. All right, fifty, fifty to uh, to Brett. Any uh, anybody else? Can I can I get a can I get a sixty, please? <laughs> please. Oh, this is so silly. My mama always said, go small or go home. I, I got $60 for this one. Yeah, buddy. All right. Yeah. Uh, John. John. Yeah. Uh, 60. All right. Um, uh, anyone, anyone else? Uh, at 60. He's kind of, he's kind of cute, Jill. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> we should take him home. <laughs> oh, honey, you know, we only play on the weekends. Can- oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to break another rule based on that last comment and bid $69. <laughs> nice. I don't even know what that means. 
I'll tell you after the show, buddy. This is rated TV 17. Buddy, watch out. That's my catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody say buddy around here. This is my town. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, oh, hold on, hold on one sec. If, if someone has 80, uh, let me know in a second. I gotta tie my shoe real quick. <laughs> Alright, we're back. Uh, 80? Do I have an 80? No? Alright, uh, let's see, this is the part. Okay, uh, Br- Brett, I, I, I think, I, I, I think you got it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hell yeah. Alright, bye! <laughs> <laughs> this guy's so amazing. <laughs> so I bought that one for $69. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't outbid. <laughs> yeah. It's a pity Colin was asleep for that one. <laughs> for that one. He might have liked that unit. Oh, I mean, it kind of looked like there was a motorcycle in there, if you ask me. What? More than those boxes. No, I only bought... I, I bought the motorcycle. What do you mean there was another motorcycle? You fucking kidding me? Uh-huh. Yeah, of course. All right, so this... Anticipation is killing me. <laughs> uh, bring your bring, bring it down. <laughs> I cannot upstage John. So this is going to be a medium-sized unit. A sketchy person walks up, but not sketchy as in like tattered clothes and doesn't belong here. Sketchy as in like men in black. They're wearing an earpiece. They have black shades. They're wearing a black suit, black pants. Very shiny shoes, black shirt, black vest, black tie. They have a tie clip that is gold. It's in the shape of a tower. And they walk up and they just throw open the unit really without saying anything, but like staring at all of you, but like not looking. Kind of like when you look at a gargoyle that's looking, gargoyle that's looking but not looking. Oh, it, it's the IRS. <laughs> oh shit, that's not good for me. But. <laughs> Sorry, I got sleep apnea. <clears throat> there were some difficulties with the inheritance that we didn't report. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't paying no estate tax. As this auctioneer uh, or this auctioneer had gone to like bend and pull up the door to this unit, Brandy just like, oh, hi, God, get out of here. That's next. And she slips <laughs> <laughs> around the corner. But speaking of things, he was real good in bed. Um, inside oh, this God. unit, you see... Well, hey, buddy. <laughs> you see hanging from the ceiling a ton of chandeliers. Some are gold, some have crystals, some are just like Edison bulbs hanging. They're a little bit dusty. Some of them have a light twinkle in the somewhat sunlight that is possibly coming down here. There is like what looks like it could be like a rolled up carpet or rolled up tarp. It's a little big. Could it be a body? It's a little unclear. It's like towards the back, but it's like laying on like the ground. But immediately what's in front of you is like this huge flat screen TV, but it's shattered across the front. And that's what you see so far. I want to cut away to a talking head of Brett who's like, a huge part of the audience and the buying public at Havers and Have Nots is rich MILFs, and they love two things, <laughs> chandeliers and haunted shit. I'm getting this one. I'm gonna buy it with money. There's a cutaway to Colin. Oh yeah, Mount Wilford used to have that TV. It was the greatest damn thing I ever did see. Rest her soul. I think like the camera 
is on a wide of Brandy, like around the corner, just being like, like her hand just going across her like face and just like trying to wave them off. Like, is he gone yet? Like, I'll come back out and do my interview when he's gone. <laughs> like, like a handheld camera has tracked you around the corner. <laughs> just, no, 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 don't tell him I'm here. Go away. Not tell him I'm here. Just go, go interview Brett. I'm sure he has some more daddy stories to tell you. Sounds like Brady has some daddy stories to tell you. How much you want for the TV? 200. Can I, can I just buy the TV? <laughs> Hello? 200 to that man. You can buy it after I'm done with it. 300. What are you going to do with it? 300 to him. Buddy, did you not get like an instructional email for how this was going to work? 500. 500. Oh, trying to steal my TV. Mmm, get it. Clarify. Is that you bidding? <laughs> uh, is that, is that how this works? Sir, it's a yes or a no. Y- y- uh, y- yeah. 600. Well, I'm ready to make that question not matter. 700. 700. I really want that TV. <clears throat> um, get it. Mm. Sorry, that that was you bidding again? Yeah. What? 800. Jill, Jill, I know you like chandeliers and all, but I don't know we can... This is a medium unit. I don't know if we can afford $800 for it. And she hits him on the shoulder. Uh, 800, buddy. Yeah. All right, yeah, 800 buddy. over here. Do I have 900? If I spend more money, the IRS ain't gonna come after me, right? That guy was, uh, uh get, get it, yeah, um, yeah. He just nods. <laughs> I worked hard for this money. I can't let down those spooky goths. A thousand dollars. One thousand. He puts his hand up to his earpiece. Once. Oh fuck! I'm seventy-eight. Get it. I'm sorry. What? Are you communicating with the banker from Deal or No Deal? <laughs> <laughs> Sir, what were the numbers that you said? If he was outfitting me, that would be 1100. I think he said at least 1500. I thought I had heard of 178. He said, I'm 78. If I ain't spent it now, it ain't gonna get spent. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry. Um, was that you bidding again? Again? Yes, it was. <clears throat> I just I have a little, little bit of a rumble to my voice. We're at 1100. Yeah, buddy, he said in a non-catchphrase way. Would you shut your yapper? <laughs> Do we have any other claims on this unit? Once. I'm so sorry I'm not going to buy this unit. Twice. Hey, Brett, you can have it. <clears throat> uh, I'm sorry, sir, but you are the highest bidder right now. Nope, you heard him. 1200 <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm ending this here. You get it for 1200 <laughs> I'm ending this. <laughs> I'm bored of you <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> um, he is going to shut the unit, replace the three locks that are on it. This man will hand you, Brett, a key, a key fob, as well as a rolled up scroll. Wow. What did you buy? <laughs> a magical spell. Yeah, like a rolled up scroll, like very... uh. The mummy and oh, what's the treasure of Nicholas Cage? National, National treasure. National treasure. National treasure. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> As Brett is given those things, he's gonna hold them like they're. He's gonna look up straight at the camera and go, "This is the best day of my life." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, unless anybody has uh, any more quips to make, we are on to stage three which is valuation. Bidders who won units at auction may now valuate the items found in them. 
Go around again in standard order. If you get to a player who didn't win any units, they get to describe a B-roll scene, um, and then how it works for people who bought multiple, you will do your, whichever one you want to do first, will come back around to you to do the second one, so. Can I please do my B-roll real fast? Because I don't, I don't, I didn't get anything, and I feel like this is like, <laughs> totally happened after this. Sure, yeah, if you feel like your B-roll, we can go out of order, absolutely, if you feel like your, uh, your B-roll's going on right now. <laughs> Sorry, and it totally is. Uh, Brady is still hiding and, like, slightly pacing around the corner uh, from the storage unit, but then, like, when she's walking back, the suited man walks past, glances over, and then does a double take, and she just, like, freezes. He's just like, Brady? Brady, I thought you had died! <laughs> it's just like, oh, I'm fine, William. Cuts to... After you do your B-roll scene, you get to choose one bidder that has a unit and grant them a minus one modifier. So Ooh. who do you want to sabotage here? I, I don't have a unit either, so... Um... I'm going to sabotage Colin Gray. Because, what? Because his heart was so set on having a motorcycle. And she thinks that's dumb. All right, so I have to take a negative one. Yep, write down another, or if you don't, yep, I don't know how many you another. have, but... It would be another one. Okay, so we'll go, we'll do the units. I, so I guess I'll be next, because I'm, I'm first in the order, and I have another B-roll scene. We cut to John Lassan Jr., who is at the mall, and he like he looks at the camera with a shit-eating grin on his face, and he the the camera zooms out, and you see that he's walking into a tuxedo rental place. Is this like like shaky camera? It's like zooms at him, and then it goes in. Exactly. Yeah, like he didn't necessarily tell the cameras about this, but they're following him for sure. And uh, he walks up to the counter. And he says, "Yeah." I, I just got I just got a picture of the guy. He's wearing some ratty clothes. I wanna I wanna rent him a tuxedo that has coattails. It's gonna be light blue. It's gonna have cufflinks and and it's gonna have a frilly chest thing. He's gonna look like a fool for the rest <laughs> for the rest of this for the rest of this show. <laughs> and then you later see him walking out of the tuxedo rental place, and he's got this like goofy suit in his in his hand on a hanger and he's walking he's totally walking back to give it to colin gray to wear for the rest of the show <laughs> you got you got this for me you old coot you know i well much obliged do, do do i do i put it on now yeah the uh the uh, producers want you to <laughs> looks back at the camera <laughs> you get a thumbs up from the woman who's wearing a headset I don't know who you're looking at but <clears throat> thank you kindly he goes to the bathroom stay on him stay on him the camera follows you cut to <laughs> just the feet God, in the, like, son un of a under the stall <laughs> who made these pants <laughs> he falls over <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> comes out <clears throat> well I look damn fine thank you kindly again so yeah unfortunately that means you get another minus <laughs> minus one because I've chosen you oh, no. as the subject of my b-roll as as I as I say that my, 
<laughs> Colin walks away and he's just kind of like raising his knees higher than he normally would, trying to feel comfortable in the pants. <laughs> trying to stretch it out and make room for himself. <laughs> Three negative ones. I don't think he's going to get that motorcycle. <laughs> or it's going to be a old, rusty, broken down motorcycle. So, okay, so... When we evaluate the units, it says on your turn, if you purchase any units, you get to describe three items found in each one. Start with the smallest unit you purchased and then ask the other players what the theme is. The theme might be that it was owned by a brony or a movie buff or a pro wrestler. As you describe what you find in the unit, uh, try to stay within this theme. An item might represent a single object or several things, such as a furniture set. You'll describe your first item and then roll the size die twice and add the lowest result to your score. Then you'll describe the second item and then roll the size die and add that result to your score without the disadvantage component. And then for item three, that's your cut to commercial item. You describe something incredible or at least hint at it without fully describing what it is and then go to the next player before it's fully revealed. This will resolve later when you go to see a specialist. So we're, I think we're starting with Brett. Okay. So I got the one with the sort of leather inlaid boxes. What's the theme here? <laughs> What's the size of this one? This was a small. It had a tarp with chrome. It had a rocket shaped or a birdcage shaped something. And then again, underneath the tarp and then like boxes from the 60s. And you bid $69. Nice. I mean, based on all of that, it sounds like it's like, ancient space age technology <laughs> like prototype nasa shit post world war ii like <laughs> yes exactly when they were experimenting with alternative fuels so it's like they thought that maybe they could make it run on lima beans <laughs> yeah the bird cage to me implies that maybe it's some kind of like explorer some kind of strange like a Nigel Thornberry type. <laughs> yeah, okay. See, part of me was thinking, is like, is this an undetonated, like, missile? Like, <laughs> a missile? <laughs> oh, the way that John explained it was just like, it's like this, it's like the shape of a birdcage. Right, right. <laughs> With some chrome, yeah, yeah. Well, no, that that was a separate Small thing, not not of the same. Right, right. Not right. of the same object, but maybe. I mean, it could have maybe been. I can very clearly see a a set of photographs. The first one being like Doctor Strange Love style, someone falling out of a plane, riding on this bomb, <laughs> and then the second one being <laughs> that same person climbing out of a muddy swamp with the missile <laughs> stuck and undetonated behind them looking furious I like the idea of experimental technology like military technology that sounds like fun mm -hmm. and I don't get to know what the secret value is until the evaluation that comes later exactly the specialist scene will be like you know you'll take the tea set to the fancy China experts and uh, one of us will perform as this fancy china experts and then through that role play eventually it's best if like the unit you sold since you already know the secret value of it you be the specialist for that one so like then you eventually reveal what the secret value is and okay. then roll for the value and whatnot i feel like because this is experimental travel it has to be russian 
I don't know the stereotyping, stereotyping, but. Well, it would make, yeah, it would make sense for it to be like, it depends on what era it would come from, because if it is post-World War II, then it's certainly ex-Nazi scientists. Well, John did say 60s. Defectors then. Um, so then the first thing, the I rolled two sixes, so, or do I nice. do I keep that secret? No. Damn. When does he add his modifiers to it? You subtract your modifiers from the secret value, and then that determines if you half the value, keep the value the same, or double the value of your cut to commercial item, which is your big ticket, big money thing. Colin's over in the corner, continuing to do high knees, like to get comfortable. <laughs> Do these pants break in over time? Rip. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it looks like they break. Oh, Martha Stewart got (laughs) So then, yeah, I mean, I think uh, the first thing has to be like a uh, gasoline powered. I'm seeing it like the Mark Zero suit from the first Iron Man, like a combination (laughs) spacesuit slash power armor. (laughs) Nice. <laughs> from the 1960s. That ain't a motorcycle, but damn. And that's going to make Brett throw both of his arms in the air and go, whoa, buy it with money. Jill, that kid ain't going to sell that suit. He's going to wear it. <laughs> he's he's going to wear it to the country store. He's going to wear it to the Cracker Barrel. So then, yeah, I think the next thing I want to just describe it, I'm supposed to just describe it like the very beginning of a description of it. So you have a second item. Yeah, you have a second item that you roll just the one die. Yeah, that one I got a one. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> it's also, it's totally fine to do it, to roll first and then describe, but it's also, it also can be fun to describe the item and then roll for it and then like have to fumble to figure out why it's, why this really cool thing is only worth $100 <laughs> All or right. this really crummy thing is worth a million. I think the only thing I'm coming up with is just like, it's a case of guns but they too appear to be gasoline powered <laughs> gasoline powered guns what, is this like some kind of squirt gun fartomatic 5 oh uh, what God. the hell did you get it's got like a lawnmower pull <laughs> john starts to inch down the hallway backwards <laughs> you get some squirt guns what what the hell are those i think it's way better than squirt guns old man well well stir it up uh, show us what it can do Okay, cut the commercial. (laughs) Hey listeners, and welcome to the intermission. Holiday edition 2.0. That's where we tell you all the same stuff, but everything smells like 2023. We'll be back next week for the next part of the final mystery of the cover story. Season two is almost done. If you'd like to support the show, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever is your preferred listening platform. And tell your friends. You can follow us on social media at Monster Playbook on Twitter or on Facebook and Instagram at Monsters Playbook. Uh, You can also join us on Discord. And you can check out our wiki. And as always, links to all of those things and more can be found in our Direct Me profile in this episode's show notes. 
This week, we're giving a huge shout out to Ian and the Shrimp and Crits crew. If you have not heard of this deep fried actual play podcast, you should check them out after this episode. Not only are these shrimps funny and creative, they have some amazing character dynamics and voice acting that you're really going to get a kick out of. If you're enjoying our playthrough of Ian's game Bit Around the Bush, you can find Bit Around the Bush on Ian's itch.io page. It's one page, fun and simple to learn. Plus, you get to come up with some ridiculous catchphrases. Mmm, get it! Hey, sorry to interrupt your favorite podcast, but I'm here to tell you about Shrimp and Crits, an actual play podcast with a southern twist. My name is Ian, and I am the keeper for this show as we play Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. If you like the sound of swampy monster mayhem, gators gone shopping, and magical fairy mischief, you'll be right at home in the remote panhandle town of Gullicochica, Florida, where spooky danger has begun to wash ashore. Shrimp and Crits is the story of Sarah Payne the Mundane. All I'm asking for is answers. That's all I'm looking for is the truth. Ari Green the Searcher. You know the proclamations of the fame. I suggest you follow them from now on. And Ray Ray, the most mundane monstrous you will ever meet. Mr. Zeus, I'm a I'm a big fan. I, I knew you were I knew you were real. Um, and Ray Ray's just like bowing in front of this swan. As they fumble their way through protecting their skeptical town from mysterious evils. We release new episodes every other Monday on the podcatcher of your choice. Hope to see you soon in sunny Gullicochi. You can find Shrimp and Crits on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Shrimp and Crits, all spelled out. Ian Malden can be found on Twitter at I-A-N-M-A-U-L-D-I-N, and follow his page on itch.io for future games and projects at ianmaldenitchio slash bid-around-the-bush. Just kidding. All these links are also going to be in the episode's show notes. You don't have to type them out. Let's get back to the show. Yes, let's. Cut back to Colin as a hole in his jacket. <laughs> and not in the fun place. I have a detail that for when we come back. Oh, so then do we go to Colin or we stay with Brett? He, they both each have two units. We'll go back and forth. Yeah, because, that makes sense. Uh, I think the cut to commercial works better that way. Yeah, but is so your cut to commercial item, I guess we don't know what it is yet because you cut to commercial during your second item, right? Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I mean, I think that's a killer moment to catch a commercial so <laughs> i like it perfectly happy with that okay yeah so colin you're up for your whichever your smaller unit that you bought right. a small unit nice boxes dusty but well kept this was the ones that were that were like leather yeah what do we think what do we think about these fancy leather boxes i feel like this is some sort of like topographer or writer i don't know like leather boxes seem so fancy and formal over dramatic yeah it's like it's like a lot of uh leather working tools and or typesetting kits or something <laughs> i like yeah i like the idea of it being like a like a really extensive typewriter collection <laughs> <laughs> you now decide what your items are starting with item one then item two and then your cut to commercial item so i think the first thing that open up what the hell is this is this motorcycle parts they look metal Reaches in, kind of flushes around. Here's some metal clinking. Oh boy, it's my lucky day. Pulls it out and there's like, you know, on a typewriter, how it has those like metal, like little little hammers or whatever that like kind of flip up and, and, and stamp the page. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just, they're all detached and they're just kind of like, 
they're they're nicely kind of stacked in this in this box, and I think he just picks them up. Little toothpicks? The hell are these? And I think he, he, he grows a little bit more panicked, and he like throws open the box, and he's just like, "This is a different type of machine than I've ever seen." Type right, right. Oh God damn it! This is a typewriter. <sighs> it's just a bunch of little book seeds. God. <laughs> I don't read. Oh, well, maybe I can get a few books at the library. Let's see. What else do we got in here? Whoops, scoots the thing aside. Anything else in particular about these boxes besides just being leather? Uh, they had strange, like, inlays, like, like overly designed silver metallic inlays in them. I really want Colin to find some strange adult things in there or like <laughs> branding <laughs> things in there being that the outside of it is <laughs> what are these fuzzy handcuffs on the outside <laughs> maybe it actually belonged Wait. to like an adult novel and a romance novelist oh yeah wait did you roll the value of your first item and then you so you roll twice and you take the worst of the two oh, results for your so that's 200 a $200 typewriter is pretty... Bad. Well, it's like, pretty a, it's like a typewriter kit. Yeah. And then you just roll one die for the second item. One. <laughs> <laughs> what was the second item? Fuzzy dice? What, what the hell? Letters? Why does it smell like perfume? <laughs> is that... What the hell? Who put this in here? And he pulls up... He... <laughs> he he grabs a dildo and holds it up in the air. What the hell is this? Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Wiggle, wiggle, <laughs> Well, Mr. Gray, I, Mr. Gray, I think I think Brandy and the IRS guy have been in this unit. <laughs> he's like, he throws the dildo and goes, and then he grabs. Colin Gray in a too tight powder blue top hat and tails tuxedo waggling around. <laughs> I didn't even put the dots together that his last name is Gray. Fifty Shades of Gray. Sure you don't want to be keeping those? Oh my Pass God. it down to your grandson. <laughs> oh my Looks like God. Salt and Pepper just added another Fifty Shades to his Gray. What the hell are Circus Peanuts doing in here? Get the fuck out of here. Throws the, <laughs> throws the box. <laughs> Boing, 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 boing. Three more dildos. And then um, something just like... Clattering. <laughs> <laughs> the camera just Automatically. Up. The dildo rolls across the cement floor and just it's, follows it. It would be like oh mosaiced out. <laughs> this is network television. Oh I've never been so embarrassed in my life. I told y'all I only play on the weekends. Colin cuts to a little <laughs> breakaway real quick. Whoever was in that box needs Jesus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go back to Brett and uh, and his second unit, which is medium. Was this the one that had the thing that looked like the motorcycle? No, this was the chandeliers and the shattered oh, TV. Oh, this is the broken TV. <laughs> and the the key, the fob, and the scroll. Oh yes, Aunt, yeah. Aunt Wilfred. Yeah, you know what? Okay. <laughs> can, can we first get a description of how Brett uh, figures this out? Figures what out? <laughs> the key, the fob, and the scroll. I think the first thing he's going to do is take the fob and just sort of like wave it around and rub it on stuff to see what, <laughs> if anything, 
beeps back. <laughs> In loving memory of Brett Havers. <laughs> it's like a black Hard and white black. picture of him smiling <laughs> with his like stupid hands. <laughs> It's a fro. It's a screen grab right before he started the gasoline powered guns. <laughs> so, but so, but I think that the the thing that will beep will be that that whatever something inside the rolled up rug, which he'll like unroll it, and inside is a um, I imagine it like a, a matte black poster case, mm-hmm. like like four feet and there's like a blinking light on it indicating that a sort of lock has turned and he'll like pull it open. It is definitely maps. I Oh, we didn't figure out what the, uh, the theme, what the theme was. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you guys were doing a bit, but ah. yes and no. I mean, I love the idea of it being like the adventurer kind of thing, like very national treasure, but like assassin esque. I don't mm-hmm. know. I've been given the auctioneer for this one. Did you roll for this item yet, Johnny? I have not rolled for this item yet. I really want you to roll for this item first because I definitely have an idea. I rolled three. I'm just going to put this out here for you, Johnny. You can totally dismiss it if you want. But so I used to work at a movie theater and I didn't find it until later, but I guess we weren't allowed to take home the movie posters uh, that like came to the theater that we put up, mm-hmm. but I almost imagine that like maybe it's a mishmash of like adventuring national treasure esque movie posters. <laughs> None of them signed. They have like the little you know like in college you'd use the command strips to hang them up on your wall. There's oh, like yes. the residue on the back of them, or the like the blue ticky tacky stuff yes. before command strips became a household name. Mm-hmm. One of the posters of like some hot guy, but there's like purple lipstick on like his mouth. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, one more rules lawyer point. You're rolling, this is a medium unit, so you're rolling D8. Oh, right. Then, yeah. Thank you. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> then it's two. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep, you can keep the three. We, I was just, just bringing that up. We appreciate a rules lawyer being one that I am. Kind of have to be when it's my own. (laughs) (laughs) If I don't do it, then who's going to? So then I am going to roll the value of this one. Okay, perfect. Because I am am still going to push for this to be my plan, which is that... um, So yeah, the first one is like a pristine collection of adventure movie posters from like, I want to say 1941 through 1979. Or no, whenever the last good Indiana Jones movie was. You zinged Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Then the other thing I'm going to do is investigate this broken TV and be kind of looking at the screen and like, wait a minute. And then pull out a really obnoxious snakeskin covered pocket knife. Flip it open and pry off the screen. And then inside this TV, there's just like old seeming documents and i'm gonna pick one of them up and it is a map with a big x on it and i'm just gonna look at the <laughs> look at the camera and say again this is the best day of my life buy it with money <laughs> buy it with money we again go to the black and white photo of of brett looking particularly uh 
happy, and it says in loving memory of Brad, his parents never saw him again. <laughs> All right, Colin, you got the biggest unit of the day. Ooh. Don't forget your rolling D20. d20s. All right. So roll it twice and take the lowest one. And that's a three. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> so there's something covered with a tarp. And there's like metal and plastic containers, kind of like what you would see at like music concerts. Is that concerts? Is that right, Johnny? Yes. I have a very specific ver- vision for this. It's the storage unit for not a famous musician, but an incredibly prolific roadie. <laughs> nice. And I have a very specific idea what is under <laughs> that tarp. I don't necessarily want to decide it for you, but. I also really, really do. <laughs> I know what my headcanon is. I feel like poor Colin's going to get his heart broken when it's not a motorcycle. Here we go. It's a motorcycle. I'm going to wait this whole day on that Jimmy Crockett. Let's do it. I imagine that Colin is now standing in like the whole, you know, suit thing, but no pants because he ripped them and you're just standing in like <laughs> boxers or tidy whities socks up to your knees and your nice shoes so the whole time i'm going yeah here we go (laughs) it like zooms out (laughs) to show the rest of you the producer who was once a young promising film student is like her pinching the bridge of her nose like oh this is the this is what i've become this is the type of this is the type of art that i make stabs a straw into a capri sun and just downs it i've not been there (laughs) <laughs> in 2005 a visiting david fincher told me in front of my entire film class that i had potential well look at me now dave <sighs> at least it's not at a porn shoot although we are pretty close to it that's later this afternoon yeah you don't see anybody but you hear a microphone just like Stop it. Like, we're in public. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brady. So there's a metal container, there's plastic containers, and there's a tarp. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there can be other things behind it. Hey, John, you, you believed in me once. You got me the suit, right? <clears throat> well, you're about to believe in me again, because here we go. We're going to get that motorcycle. Here, hold hold, hold this camera. I want to take a picture with it when I uncover it. <laughs> <laughs> You do your thing, buddy. I believe in you today. Oh, my God. It's 2022, and he hands you a point-and-shoot Panasonic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hold on. It's not wound up yet. Ding, 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 ding. You just got to get these things wound up, because I'm wound up, too. Let's do it. (laughs) I bought a whole crate full of these here Kodiaks in 1996, (laughs) and I'm just now getting to the bottom of them. All right. We'll start with this little... uh, I'll save the big one for last. That's what she said. <laughs> Get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> Buy it with phrase. money. <laughs> Everyone's catchphrase well, works of in this things, one. What's in the box? <laughs> yeah, are you cracking open one of the boxes, Colin? Oh, here. Yeah. Come, to, come to Papa. Pulls it out, dusts it off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at that. Look at that chrome on that box. There's probably some snap-on tools in there. Let's see. Well, and I think <laughs> I think he's a little overwhelmed by not seeing what he thought he was going to see. And, uh, <laughs> well, it, uh, <laughs> uh, this is like a really old, is this a Rick Astley album? 
<laughs> I, I, you, you know what I'm sure? Yeah, he, he probably just li like listening to this stuff while he's working on his motorcycle. <laughs> There's a lot of Rick Astley in here. Um, let's see. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Um. Well, that's all right. You know, everybody's different. They, you know, uh, sets the sets the thing aside. I'm gonna go for the plastic box. He goes through the past plastic box. <laughs> Smiles at the camera. All right, here we go. Uh. S sunglasses <laughs> well <laughs> you know i mean everybody's got to look cool while they're on their motorcycle right uh <laughs> actually you know these aren't these aren't too bad these are some nice looking uh rick astley glasses man this guy was really into rick astley <laughs> um well again to each their own i'm not gonna <clears throat> not gonna judge here uh <clears throat> all right let's 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 get it <clears throat> uh come on come on over here all right the moment we've all been waiting for. Oh, what do you think it is, John? Well, uh, I think whatever is in your... It's a motorcycle, right? Uh, um... Say it. <laughs> uh, uh, is it Rick Astley? Uh, Come on, say, say it with me. Get it. One, two, three. Get, get it. Get it. <laughs> Pulls the sheet off and kind of covers the camera. Cut to commercial break. So where do we start? We're starting at Brett, right? Well, the first cut to commercial was the gasoline guns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was your item too. So what is your, when we come back from commercial, what is the big, what's the big crazy item in this unit? Is this the one that had like the maybe missile in it? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, and the last thing is Colin was like, well, let's wind it up and see what it can do. <laughs> Could we have it be the big giant unexploded missile thing yeah yeah of course okay. john had presented this one right yeah there was the chrome thing there was the torpedo looking thing slash birdcage and then there was uh there was that case that he found of guns yeah so john will act as the appraiser yeah what kind of uh what kind of specialist is john so the way we did this before is you know, if I had my cut commercial item, I'd be like, I think I need to take this to, to you know, Sally, the Elvis impersonator. You know, she sells a bunch of Elvis clothing, so she'd know about these wigs, you know, like that kind of thing. And mm -hmm. and, and Brett would set that up, and then... You would jump in as Sally. You'd be like, oh, ho, ho, yeah, I'm Elvis, you know, <laughs> yeah, whatever, you know. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I want to meet that person. <laughs> Yeah, I'm Sally, the Elvis impersonator that also knows about <laughs> dated military technology. I got to follow my heart. So you are oh God. The, my resident wep weapons expert slash survivalist spud. Spud. <laughs> so I think the first as it comes back in, the camera is up close up on this missile thing that seems to have a lot of different kind of panels and bells and whistles and I'm even like flipping open some kind of like bay door almost and pulling out something that's like kind of stuck and it, on this missile there is what looks like a laser gun that would pop out and shoot and so I'm like so it, I figure something like this is probably from the future of the past and then as it pans up you can see that Brett no longer has eyebrows <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think? Well, I'm thinking that your uh, your eyebrows are kind of missing there, son. Would you uh, hold on? Let me take a look at this. Where did you say you got this thing again? 
Just bypass the eyebrows. <laughs> He's gonna go, I bought it, and then turn to the camera and go, with money. Um, I don't even think this has been, uh, declassified yet. Wait, you heard about it? Well, yeah, it's... Is this supposed to also... The, the value of the item is what we rolled. Oh, yeah. So this is this gets a little weird with the way it's set up because the secret value is the number that takes into account the modifiers. So I believe if I if memory serves, Brett has a minus one. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So you when you reveal take that and take that into account when you reveal the secret value. So the. If your secret value minus one is two or below, he's going to roll his size die and divide it the value in half. If it's three or four, the value he rolls stays the same. If your secret value minus one is five or greater, he's going to make bank because he's going to double the the rolled value. So he... he rolls. You don't have to roll. You just reveal the secret value. So when... John had originally presented this unit. He had rolled a number. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And, and then, I, and then, does Johnny have to roll again? That number minus one is the base secret value of this thing. Then onto that, onto that, we've added with my items six and one. So what was the base value minus one, John? Three. So you, so you're gonna roll your size die again, and you're gonna keep that number the same. You don't have to half it. Because of the because the secret value was three. Oh, I see. So I roll the size die again, and then I'm at so that that I rolled two. Okay, so that you get to keep the same. You don't half it or double it. So now at this point for the unit, I mean, we'll add everything up at the end. But at this point, you know the value. You know if you profited off of this unit because you your three items added together minus the amount you spent on the unit is whether or not you profited. So your missile is worth 300. Yep, 300. Okay. And the original, well, I guess after the negative one, the price of the unit as a whole is 300. Am I understanding that right? Okay. So you add what you rolled for item one. Item one was the power armor. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) You add the, it was $300 power armor. You add that to the value of the guns and then you add the value of your final item, which was the missile. Which is and two. And you subtract the amount you spent on the unit. Okay. So you subtract 69. So you, yeah, you definitely profited off this unit then. Well, I'd say, uh, <laughs> it's a pretty good find. You should, you should double check with the, uh, the government, make sure that thing is declassified, but you're looking no, I'm at good. A, uh, <laughs> I highly recommend that you check that because they may be looking for that. And if they come upon it and you haven't registered it, well, you can kiss your sweet money goodbye. But with that being said, you're looking at a cool four, I'd say about 300 since you used it. And you may <laughs> want to visit some type of eyebrow specialist because goddamn, son, you look like skin. We've already dealt with it, Spud. <laughs> you look like skin. <laughs> All right, well, I got to get I gotta get back here, but you, uh, you do me a favor and take that in. Uh, Cut to a talking head. So that was really helpful. I feel like I learned a lot about the value of this. However, uh, the fact that it, Spud was telling me to take it to the government makes me wonder. Uh, I don't think that was really my friend Spud. I think he might have been replaced. <laughs> <laughs> 
So now we'll do Collins first. Cut to commercial item specialist. So finish describing your item and then tell uh, whose unit was this? Was this, this mine? Oh, this yours. was mine. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a small unit with the nice boxes and the. I think it was a romantic uh, novelist. Novelist. <laughs> Thing. I think we cut to commercial with Tiltos rolling out of the storage <laughs> unit. Right. So tell me what kind of specialist I am, I guess. <laughs> as as the dildo rolls away, he sees kind of a glint from this uh this box in the bottom. It looks like a is coffer the right word? Like like it's like the a money coffer? It's got like four legs on it and it's very like ornate and uh, I don't know, just visually kind of stunning. And it's like, well, now that's something. I wonder if my auntie Denise knows anything about this. <laughs> She's an expert in fancy things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I could be auntie Denise. <laughs> well, hi there, Colin. Hi there, little Colin. Uh, what, what do you come here to see your sweet auntie about? today. Well, hey there, Denise. Wow, my voice is really high. <laughs> you don't gotta try to talk like that's <laughs> oh, okay. you know me. Alright. You don't visit me very often anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you see, Aunt Denise, I, I decided to uh, spend some of my hard-earned money on uh, on a storage unit, and I happened upon the most elaborate box you could have ever imagined. I won't go into detail, but I found this fancy box. Do you, do you know anything about this? Well, let me see. What what do they call this thing? Like a coffer or something? It, something like that. Uh, oh, very, that be be right careful word? with it. I don't want you to hurt yourself now. It's it's a little heavy. <laughs> oh, 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 boy. <laughs> no, just, 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 uh, whoa, here's a seat for you. <laughs> <laughs> Cuts to a commercial of the help I fallen again. What's the screen when the t- TV studio fucks up that it's like just like circles oh, on it's a like you know? Yeah. The thing where the, it's like a cartoon cameraman that's drunk. <laughs> Auntie Denise, I thought I thought you had better hand-eye coordination there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got I got my stuff together now. It's okay. Oh, it's okay um, there, darling. All right. Look, look, uh, my my sweet nephew. Um, I I don't blame you one bit for spending your hard-earned money. You work so hard, and that's okay. I'm always a big advocate for spending a little money on self-care. Well, of course, I, I you know I I buy the finest things. You know I, I I I take it to heart every time I I purchase something fancy. Well, see, see that's that's the thing though is is. <laughs> Is since you had so many poor modifiers, this is not going to be worth all that much money. This thing, <laughs> this thing ain't sh- ain't shit, my sweet nephew. Mod- modifiers? What, what? Oh, don't worry about it. It's just some some lingo I picked up from Ethel. Uh, oh yeah, Ethel. She was a she was a good old coot. <laughs> She's but- real meta. She's real meta about <laughs> Ethel Meta Ethel's what we call her. It's, well, it's what we used to call her, but Methyl. you get to be my age and your friends start dropping like flies. I, I understand, honey, and it, it's okay. But yeah, your secret value was four minus three is one. 
So roll for the value of this item and then divide it in half and round down. So a D6. This coffer is worth a hundred dollars. <laughs> well, it's a nice box. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what, what was inside the box? I didn't even take a look. I, I didn't even know how to open the damn thing. It just, it need, it need a woman's touch. Yeah, you know, the delicate fingers of your sweet old Aunt Ethel. <laughs> well, my stars, is that, what is, I'm, I'm so embarrassed. What is this? What, <laughs> what did, what did you find? This is how they used to make them when I was a, when I was a young lady. Uh. Make, make what? Well, it's not for your eyes, my sweet nephew. This oh. is a, this is an unmentionable item. An unmentionable what? And yeah, the camera zooms in on like an old, one of the, you see them in museums, like an old fashioned sex toy that's like made of <laughs> wax or some weird shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's made of horse hair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think um, that's enough for today. Uh, have a good day, Aunt Denise, and uh, thank you for your expertise. Don't uh, don't tell your mo- your mother about about. Oh this. yes, she's she's long gone. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> what does the interview afterwards look like, John? Well, <clears throat> it wasn't a motorcycle. <laughs> it it wasn't. No, I didn't have any predisposition for what this thing could have been. It, it, it uh, puts the box down, walks away. In this goofy suit with just underpants on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brett, what's your second cut to commercial item? It was the uh, maps that I found inside of the TV. So is the the cut to commercial item, is that the the thing you find at the end of the treasure map? Or is the map itself the item? I mean... I think with what how we laid it before, it makes sense that whatever the X is, that's the bay ticket item. Because you made it sound like, Johnny, that the map was the second item. Yeah, I guess I did. So what do you find at the end of your fantastical treasure hunt? And who's your praiser? I think it's going to have to be like a full-ass pirate's treasure chest. <laughs> oh, God, please take it to a pirate. <laughs> please... <laughs> Please make Colin be a pirate. <laughs> or wait, is it? Is this? This is gonna be it's my. Me. Uh, it's. <laughs> I will make you be a pirate, but I will make you be like. Well, I'll. I'll just say I, Brett's going to take this to his sibling. However, you want to take that, like, because I, I think the key that I got, he's assuming, is the thing to open it. But he doesn't want to open it alone, and he wants to like either bring this sibling along with him on the like. Now it's our time to take over. Or shove it in their face of like, look what I fucking got. You're going to know how much it's worth because you know this pawn shop shit. But I'm the one who did it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what the what the siblings deal is and what our relationship is in that way, I think I leave up to you. Brett, you go home. You go to your sister's. Your sister lives at home with your parents. You knock on her door. When you open the door, the door opens like two feet. And like before it like hits something, you like peer in. Brett looks at the camera and shrugs and keeps trying to. You all of a sudden hear like a clatter of clanging as things like fall. Hey, what the fuck, Brett? What do you want? Get out of my room. You're gonna want to see this. Inside, there's like a very, very, very like claustrophobic room. There's like a shelf with like books and books and books and like historical text. There is 
like definitely a Three Musketeers hat like on this coat rack that definitely has like a pirate jacket. Uh, underneath the pirate hat is like white curly, you know, Victorian wigs. Uh, the thing that you would topple down is like a stand that had a bunch of swords, both mostly real. They're on their computer screen is like, they're playing Minecraft, but then there's also a like picture of the Leaning Tower of Pisa and you see there's like on Minecraft, the start of what looks like it could be. And then there's like a YouTube video that the uh, music is coming from. What? Why are there cameras following you? Did you finally get on cops? <laughs> what? No, Jesus. What? I mean, you said you always wanted to be on TV. That's the closest you could have ever got. And yet, look, it finally happened. What, you hit puberty? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Got him. I like, what to do that, like, flip on the back of the head. No, shut ah, up. God. Fuck. And look at the camera as I've been just, just remembering it. Uh, I struck it rich at the storage wars, bidding around the bush. I bought it with money. And now it's time to cash in. Wait, you mean dad's money? No, it's like my catchphrase. It's like a. Is that why you're moving your hands around a lot? Should I do that? Could you just sup? <laughs> Wait, do I need to sign? I need to sign a video release. Like, you can't show my image on camera and on TV unless I sign a release. Your face is blurred. <laughs> <laughs> they do, they don't edit this out. They just blur Absolutely. your face. Absolutely, <laughs> your face has just been blurred this yeah. whole time. <laughs> you also can't use my voice <laughs> just get I found some legit ass treasure and I thought you might ass treasure? What did... <laughs> ass treasure Dudley shut up we're on TV it's TV 17 <laughs> I went out with a bunch of the company's money and I won twice and this one took me on a cross-country road trip that turned into a friggin' treasure hunt and it was awesome you sucks that that's not part of this show but whatever point is now i got this dope ass treasure chest and i want you to watch me open it up i mean i guess i could watch you sure also if there's anything in there that's like worth any money i'm gonna need you to tell me about it what's in it for me i want the chest okay but i get whatever's inside it deal they stick out their hand to you yeah no, they spit in it and they stick out their hand to you oh god and then they do a very dumb like Single shake, then wipe pull off. Pull it. <laughs> pull it back, <laughs> slap the back of the head. trying to do two different things. I'm like <laughs> pulling it. You're like... No, so you're not... <laughs> that's not the... No, you're you're supposed to go back. No, and I, I, I did. It. I did go... You're the... You just... You throw me off. No, Jeez. go go down. Cut this part out. <laughs> <laughs> you can't use my image or my voice. And you can't use any of this part either. It's going to make me look like a dick. The producer forgets to turn off her mic and she's like, where do... Where do we find these people? <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to cut. You can't use any of this part either. You're gonna make me look like a cut to. They're turning the key into the chest. Uh, your sibling has changed their outfit completely, and they're in a pirate outfit, like extremely awesome. authentic. <laughs> they have like a gun on their side. They have like a knife or a sword. Brett is wearing an eye patch, <laughs> but is otherwise dressed identically to how he was before. And throw it open. Open the chest first, mate, so that we can see what booty we have inside. <laughs> are you really gonna? Are you gonna be like this the whole time? You know, this is like actually gonna be on television. Like, like mom and, yeah, like mom and dad are mom and dad are gonna see this. They're gonna put you on TV. 
Just try to make it. Try to make us look cool. We're like what business owners. What do you mean? Owners. I'm dressed like an authentic pirate. How is this not cool? We're future co-business <laughs> owners here, bud. I'm on the will. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but we're gonna. It before that. that Okay, you take that side, I'll take this side. Let's open it up. Okay. How are you so good at being siblings? <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> because Johnny's our keeper and plays all of my characters' siblings. <laughs> Johnny has prepared himself to be a big brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, we open it up. What's inside? What's my secret value? Tuddly's just like standing there and staring. Oh. Just looking back and forth between the, what the contents and dudley and the camera like is it good like, just like looks at you grabs your shoulders do you realize what you found yes this is amazing <laughs> despite all the bone dust and the sand that's in there and who else knows what other kind of bacterial things have been you know fermenting in there over the past Whoa. years but this is amazing i feel like brett is like saying his catchphrase into the camera like silently as he's listening to this buy it with money this is a, a sick find. <laughs> Did Dudley just dab real quick? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Bro. After you explained to me what this is, we're going to cut to Dudley trying in vain to teach Brett how to floss. <laughs> oh so what was the secret value minus one? It was a five. Nice. So D8, I just rolled a five. And the secret value being five, that means that's doubled. So th this is now worth ten, uh, $1,000. Nice. Which still makes this. This is the one you spent a lot of money on. It sure it? is. <laughs> He's spent $1,200. <laughs> <laughs> so hysterically. You mean like $100? $700. Okay. Damn. Nice. The movie posters, the value of the maps themselves, or perhaps the... It, other interior parts of that television plus whatever this is which i think we might be just fully making it a macguffin and never ever explaining what it is <laughs> and just going do you know what this is oh my oh god, my god. Like, I, i've never seen it in person these me neither like oh my god and he just puts his hands in it i'm touching it like i can't believe i'm touching dad's it. never like, gonna uh... believe this wait 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 Let's do a selfie with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we both throw up that douchey peace sign and like tough guy bite the lower lip. As like the two siblings are like going out and be like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. Like we could do this and totally do this. Like I, the camera's just like the crew is just like slowly like walking away. And then they start like <laughs> the they start running away. Like I also do want a, a cutaway sort of talking head with the two of us where we're like explaining breathlessly what this is going to mean for us and our place at the havers and have nots. And then I want us to at the same time say the catchphrase. One, two, three. Buy, Buy it with, with money. Money. God damn it, Dudley. <laughs> I'm sorry. You are such a dweeb. <laughs> so you have one more or are we done? Colin's got one more. Colin, what was your second cut to commercial item? Um, a second cut to commercial item was the uh, whatever's under the tarp. Whatever's under the oh, tarp. Yeah. I, uh, I threw it through the the tarp back while presenting to John since he has the camera. All right, here we go. New motorcycle. At this point, Johnny, it has to be a motorcycle. Well, Colin, you described to me what what you have found. 
oh no, actually, please, I have a new, I have a new pitch for you. Colin pulls the tarp, and underneath is a beautiful motorcycle. Oh, oh, get, get, get it! <laughs> Yippee! <laughs> He's dancing around in his underwear. <laughs> Like a like an old prospector. <laughs> I knew Rick Astley would bring a nice ass motorcycle to me. This is exactly what I thought was in here. You get it. You get it. <laughs> oh, I need to. I need to get this this appraised. Well, this is great. It's a little small, but oh, it's 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 got two wheels. All right. All right. Uh, Who do you take it to? I'm going to bring it to a guy called Keith. Why don't you tell me about Keith? Keith is a retired military sergeant. He works special in security, cybersecurity. And he had a good thing for for classic motorcycles. And this is this isn't a big motorcycle, but it's a, you know, it's a small one. It's like a, you know, a, a 125 or something like that. Just just a small little guy. First fact I'm going to tell you is I mean, you won't have driven it because like you know, it deteriorates the value. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, gently, gently bring it down. Oh, oh all right, no, that that, that that's good. Um, all right, just let me let me take it. God, need to hire some better movers next time. All right. And you got this where? <laughs> I got it in a storage unit. <clears throat> it was uh, it was a pretty good deal actually. <laughs> Ooh, look at this. Yeah, I'll bet it was. It's been a while since I've seen one of these. Oh, yeah? What What? What? What do you think something like this is worth? Well, it depends on how much they like canceled rock star movie memorabilia. <laughs> what, 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 do you, what do you mean? Yeah, it was, it was found with a bunch of... Uh, uh, what the devil's Rick name Astley again? Rick Astley stuff, yeah. Rick, Rick Astley, yeah. How do you... <laughs> how'd you know about that with this bike? Bike? Oh, son. What, 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 what's wrong? It's, it's a motorcycle. Look, it's got two wheels. Oh, sure. And it would have appeared to drive in the, in the final picture. But, uh, you see in 1987, Rick Astley's star was on the rise. And the trend in those days, you know, your purple rain, your cool as ice. They wanted to put him up on the screen. I don't listen to any of that stuff, but you, you, you know, this is, this is a motorcycle, you know? Son, sit right there. And he's going to like futz with some things and like take the handlebars and like wrench it back oh. and then like take pick up the back wheels and split them in half and start doing? doing all this stuff until eventually Transformers style. It is a life-sized robot version of Rick Astley. <laughs> <laughs> See, they tried to make him into some kind of superhero. Never man. Damn thing was only ever released in the Philippines and only for a single weekend. It, uh, so Colin, roll the roll the size die because the secret value of this minus your three <laughs> shit talk modifiers is one. And this was a large unit. This was a large unit. So roll a d twenty and cut it in half. Cut it in half. I got seventeen or seventeen. So it'd be 
Eight. Nice. So eight hundred. That's not bad for a for a bad modifier. Yeah, All right. I mean you paid six hundred and twenty five for it. Whoever your storage guy was kept it in pretty damn good condition, though. Good, good, good condition. <laughs> you can find the right weirdo, buddy. You got yourself a payday. Oh, I think I'm gonna be sick. Just don't go driving it. This thing is not street legal. Is it even rideable? You put a hand on your powder blue tuxedoed shoulder and say. Absolutely not. Which brings me to my next question. Where in the devil are your pants, son? What? Ah, oh, shit. The credits roll as never gonna give you... Alright, we're done. Who? So who... I want to know who made the most money out of the two of you. I know you both profited off of your units. Brett Haver's overall net profit was uh, $1,831. Nice. Brett's making daddy proud. <laughs> Flexing on the camera and being like, who's out of the will now, dad? Your sibling is just dabbing in the back. <laughs> so fucking Do we figure out if, if what Colin, what kind of profit Colin turned? I think it's around 425. I, the numbers got a little mixed on the on a couple of the items, so... I think it was around that. <laughs> See, this crew is used to doing precisely one kind of calculation. <laughs> that is plus or minus up to three. Up. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, so so Brad is our winner for today. That's exciting. Wow. Buy it with money. <laughs> Buy it with money. Mm, didn't get it. <laughs> the last little bit here says, when everyone has evaluated the items from all their units, each player takes their score and subtracts the amount spent. Whoever made a profit wins, so you both win. Woo! Yeah. Uh, the the player who yeah. makes the most money gets to be first in the standard order for the next episode, which starts now no, with no. absolutely no what? commercial break. Stay tuned for next time. There's no escape. <laughs> Big thank you to Ian for joining us on this game. It has been a delight. My face hurts from laughing and smiling way too much. I I am going to go throw up after this. Yeah, the, the fact that you have a rage quit out of shame speaks a, a lot to your character, Ian. Thank you very much. You were all, you were all incredible. This was so fun. Thank you for having me. This has been the Monsters Playbook, featuring John Wander as Colin Gray and Spud the Survivalist. Get it! Speaking of things, Maya Detchen as Brady Wayne and Dudley Havers. Johnny Grubb as Brett Havers and a guy named Keith. Buy it with money! Ian Malden as John and Jill Lasshand Jr. and Sweet Little Aunt Denise! Yeah, buddy! Our theme song is by me, Johnny Grubb. The Monsters Playbook is produced and engineered by Maya Detchen and edited by Maya Detchen and Lauren Johnson. If you liked this episode, please tell a friend. We love friends. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Monsters Playbook and on Twitter at Monster Playbook and on Web 1.0 at MonstersPlaybook.com. And come hang out with us on Discord. We're fun. We'll see you next episode where, as always, I'll have some good news and some bad news. Thanks for listening. 
I'm going to move this over here so that I can see my script. So I'm a professional. Maya Dutchen as Braddy. Nice. <laughs> Very professional. <laughs> I suck with words. You sing to Maya. <laughs> oh, fucking name. Forever. I'm only doing characters named Maya. Because I, I know it. John Wander as Colin Gray. Mm, yeah. No, fuck. No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, let me try that again. My my catchphrase is, oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That yeah, was Hulk Hogan for a second. John Wander as Colin Gray. Mm, get it. Mm, get it. I can't do that anymore. <laughs> Can you please, for the wait, wait, love wait. of God, not do the mm part? <laughs> It gets more and more sexual every time. I'm afraid you're going to either burst a blood vessel or burst something else. Can you just not do the... Mm? Yep, 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 yep. John Wander as Colin Gray and Spud the Survivalist. Get it. John Wander as Colin Gray and Spud the Survivalist. Now say get it. Get it. <laughs> <laughs>